All right. Welcome to the Operations Mastery Podcast. I'm here with Jeremy S. Gary. He's the CEO and founder of Join Outsiders. Absolutely incredible adventure slash entertainment company that we'll get into the details of in a second. But anyways, thanks thanks for joining us, Jeremy. My pleasure. Just to correct it really quick, it's called Outsiders and Join Outsiders is the website. Oh, perfect. Um, <laughs> so why don't you let people know what it is Outsiders does? Yeah, we're an outdoor adventure social club that curates experiences so that people can connect in an environment that's uh, through these outdoor adventures as opposed to always being in a bar, restaurant, club, lounge, consumption-based environment. 100%. How, how long have you been doing this and where's what's the business look like today? Uh been doing it seven years, full-time for almost four years. Um, we started in New York, then we expanded to Stockholm, Sweden, then Chicago, now LA and in the new year after I just got some news recently that we'll likely launch in London as well. Wow. The business model now, I mean, basically it's gone from this project, which I thought was a side project to being something that is extremely valuable in any major city, getting people into the outdoors together in nature and providing that as their social environment. Uh, we're doing four to eight events a month in uh adventures a month in new york uh in in stockholm it varies because we change the way we're operating there so it could be once a month it could be four or five times a month depending on the month uh chicago we're doing two events per month uh in la we're doing one to two events a month uh as well amazing and um How's the business model work? Are you selling just directly to people who want to have fun and meet people and go outside? Or do you do like groups, you know, group sales and things like that? That's a great question. So uh, there's two parts to the business. There's the B2C, which is this outdoor adventure social club. And then there's the B2B, which is a marketing agency and content creation agency. So mm-hmm. essentially, that's how we work with our sponsors. Uh, they want uh, advertising or whatever they want based on their requests and their needs, we provide for them on our end through our channels uh, as far as these adventures go or through the content creators, content creation team we have uh, and influencers. Um, There's a lot more. I mean, we could do sampling. We do anything that our client needs in order to achieve the goals that we set with them. So our biggest revenue stream is partnerships. Uh, and with that, we were able to offset the cost of our trips for people and make them affordable because a big mission of ours is diversity and the typical diversity elements people think of are race, sexual orientation, gender, religion, age, but there's a commonly overlooked one, which is someone's socioeconomic status. And that is huge. Uh, you want people to get, get together from all walks of life. You have to in- include their financial status. And in order for us to be able to make our adventures inclusive, uh, we factored that in and we offset the cost of our tickets through our partnerships. And uh, we always announce that in the beginning of our trips too, so that people understand that they have a vested interest in in uh, if they do post or if they share any stories or, or videos or photos, that they tag the sponsors involved with that specific adventure because one, it keeps the tickets prices cheaper for them. So they're interested in the vested interest in keeping tickets cheap, but also two, so that those who don't necessarily have affordable uh, disposable income can afford these trips. So, yeah, that's that's amazing. 
there's one more aspect of the business as well that we've launched recently, uh, where there's two more aspects of revenue generation. So there's our local trips, which are in New York, Chicago, LA, Stockholm. So chapters there are just day trips within those regions. We also do destination trips. So we take people from all of our chapters who mm-hmm. had to partake in these trips and buy tickets and do trips that are week long, international usually, or sometimes domestic. So for example, at the end of this month, to ring in the new year, we're going to be in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Uh, after that, in spring, we'll be in Zion National Park. June, we'll be in Sardinia. August, we're working on uh, the Azores, Portugal. And New Year's next year, I don't know yet, but I'm considering a few uh, Southeast Asia locations at the moment. Our last revenue uh, stream is corporate outings. So instead of companies paying for uh, mm-hmm. another happy hour, do something more uh, better for the health and mental health of their other employees, but also better connections and more interesting experiences. 100%. Well, there's a lot of things in there I got to hit you up on because I own a company with 20 employees and we're always looking for something fun to do outside. So that's very cool. But you, I do know about events. There's, they're hard to plan. And so I'm, I'm curious how you do that, how you plan all these things going on in different locations. You must have someone in each location, but why don't you tell us how, how you like plan and organize these things? Absolutely. So my my background before having Outsiders, before launching Outsiders, was entertainment events. So started with nightlife, uh, did my fair share of concerts and live music, started working with brands and doing their activations and doing experiential marketing that way. So I had, you know, in a sense, I paid my dues with uh, event logistics. But to your point, <clears throat> I think it's important to also have, we need to have people on the ground in every one of these locations. So whether it be our local trips, New York, Chicago, Stockholm, LA, we have people on the ground there that help produce and plan these trips and organize the logistics with our destination trips. Same thing, uh, especially those places. So if we're going to like, for example, Rio, we need people that are locals on the ground. One, because we want to provide an experience that's unique to that area and only a local would have. But two, uh, sourcing these things from afar and planning all the logistics and doing it the way we want to do it wouldn't be possible without someone on the ground. Yeah, hundred percent. And how how do people like hear about you? Like how, how how have you gotten clients and sponsors over time? Uh, so sponsors, a lot of it, almost entirely, is personal networks, relationship based, nice. right? Nice. And uh, through existing relationships, relationships we've established through uh, introductions or people that actually been on on our trips, and then uh, the 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 lottery winners are the ones that where where we win the lottery is a, sense where, is a brand reaches out to us because they're interested. And now why I say it's a lottery win is because there's no need for us to explain to the, to them what we do and who we are because they get it. It's just not why they're reaching out to us. Mm-hmm. Those are the best ones because they reach out and we know, okay, this is, you understand what we're doing. You want to work together. Let's see what your pain points are. Let's address those and let's move forward. Yeah. Amazing. Awesome. Well, are you the only one that operates it from like a national level? Or like, are you talking to all the sponsors yourself and, and doing everything? Uh, no, I'm not doing everything on my own for sure. I've got an amazing uh, team member named Darshan uh, Rangnath, who is our director of partnerships. Uh, he comes from a background of marketing and, and partnerships. He did that for Strava. He's done that for a number of companies. And, you know, he's he's my right-hand man when it comes to, to sponsorship stuff. I wouldn't be able to do this without him. Um, and, you know, with everything going on, like you said, event logistics and so on, there's no way I can juggle everything and expect to scale. 
for sure, 100%. Well, that's most of my questions. I can say that what you're doing is really important. And um, I don't know how it was before, but I know since COVID, it seems like businesses like these have been doing well. Like I joined the local run club in Venice and all yeah. those clubs are getting really big and it's not always cheap. Like I signed up for an Ironman, which was almost $800. So I'm oh, glad there's good. something cheap that's, out there. That's not the shocking part of the Ironman. The <laughs> Ironman itself is 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 a crazy part, man. Good luck yeah. to you and yeah. you're, a, you're a nut for signing up, but I, pre I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see if it was smart yet. Um, but um, anyways, awesome having you. Do you have any other, like, uh, I guess, advice for, for anyone, whether it's people trying to um, bring their company together and have you know, have more fun outside and connect or, or how to operate on the business side? Um, well, to advice towards people who want to bring the company out and, and connect, like that's pretty easy. You're not going to do so by paying for another open bar, another event, uh, creating these interesting outdoor experiences that you know, a lot of the time they're so much fun because they're nostalgic, getting outside and, and being active with somebody. You know, our first event, which launched the concept of Outsiders, was a bike ride in, in New York City, in Manhattan, from uh, downtown Manhattan to Rockaway Beach. And what it remind, reminded me so much of was riding my BMX through my neighborhood as a kid with all my friends and just not having a care in the world. And I think that's the that's one of the appeals to it is just having that uh, that feeling of being carefree because you're present. So if a company wants to create something special for their employees, that's also beneficial for, you know, physical health, mental health, and all those factors without having to bang them over the head and let them know that these are the benefits they're getting, but just having them to have a good time. These are the kind of experiences that they'll, uh, they'll value. And an employee would value uh, an employer for setting them up with that. And what was your the other question? Was uh, just, just about growing the business in a business like this. Yeah. I think, any business, it's a grind. I mean, there's going to be things that we talk about, like like the logistics and things like that that are not fun. Sometimes they're fun. Like I'm literally finishing up our whole 2024 programming right now and like thinking of the fun ideas we'll be doing, coming up with like the plan for the year. But knowing that these experiences are experiences, some of them I'll be partaking in, but also people can have a great time. So I want to find some really cool stuff to do. But then there's things like the finances or alloc you know, making sure you know, it's trial and error sometimes. No one goes into something new knowing exactly how it's going to turn out. So, you know, they're knowing how much to allocate to what certain parts of the company, marketing or or um, or growing staff or whatever, it's hard to figure out. Like for me, this year was a big learning experience. And, you know, there's times where I question, I got imposter syndrome where I question like, Am I good enough? Am I, am I, is my business business savvy good enough to make this succeed? Uh, and I have to pause when I have these moments because they're deterring and they're and, and it's easily easy to get your, yourself down and, and question yourself. But when I have these moments and I take a pause and I look back at how we started and where we are now, to think that we're in you know four cities globally, about to be five. Granted, the only one that's very profit, the only one that's profitable right now is New York because it's seven years old and everyone else is about two years old. Mm. So that's I have to be realistic and understand it's going to take time to get there. But like, I need to pause and, and appreciate where we've gone, where we got into, and 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 how we started. So persistence and and you know, be easy on yourself sometimes. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, man. Well, if you figure it out in New York, you figure it out in the other cities eventually, and. 
Um, also, I think like seeing the impact on some of the people that just have a good time, like it's not like you change everyone's life who goes, but yeah. um, those little moments where they're like, oh, I met this person or I'm dating this person now or whatever it is. is, is yeah, cool. people get married. I mean, they're, they're, that's, See, that's cool, man. Like, yeah. You facilitated that. Yeah. Exactly. And those are the ideas. Those are thoughts. Like people are spending their money coming to New Year's in Brazil with us. Like that's going to be a life experience. And why are they going? Because I came up with this idea a year ago. Brazil would be cool. And now like, you know, 15 people are going to be in Brazil with us creating core memories. And uh, mm -hmm. I sit back there and I'm kind of like in awe, like, damn, this is, this is impactful. I like this. Amazing, man. Well, um, appreciate you for what you do. And I, and I hope it continues to grow. Thank you. I'd love to get you out there since you're in LA. Come out anytime you want, buddy. I will. Thank you.